It is Monday, April 24, 2023, and welcome to episode 211 of Fault Lines, the National Security Institute's podcast that gets you quickly up to speed three times a week on the national security and foreign policy debate shaking up America. I'm Lester Munson, NSI Senior Fellow, and joining me are Jamil Jaffer, NSI's Founder and Executive Director, and Jessica Jones, comic book legend and now streamer crossover star. Today we are talking about the very recent story the amazing story in the Washington Post about uh, one of the documents from the Jack Teixeira leak of a couple of weeks ago that indicates uh, Ukraine was planning covert action against Russian forces in Syria. There's a lot of interesting angles to this story. Uh, it appears that the Ukrainians were considering a number of options for attacking the Russians in Syria. They're likely they were going to target the forces of the Wagner Group, which is a particularly odious form of uh, Russian adventurism in Syria, also in Ukraine and in North Africa and other places. Uh, Sudan. In Sudan, indeed, which is uh, appears to be getting worse as we speak. So this story, uh, interesting a number of fronts. The Ukrainians were uh, evidently stopped this planning back in January, according to the document and according to the Post story. It's unclear why they stopped planning for these attacks, perhaps because the Biden administration advised them that this was a bad idea, or perhaps because the Ukraine, the, the story speculates, because the Ukrainians were having success attacking the Russians elsewhere outside of Ukraine, hmm. uh, which kind of brings up is. a whole host of issues. Uh, so there's, there's a couple of questions here. One, and Jamil, I want to go to you first. And here's the first question. Would it be advisable for Ukraine to be attacking Russian forces in other places and expand the battlefield and make it more difficult for Russia to prevail in Ukraine? Yes or no? And please explain. Yes. Please explain. <laughs> no, I mean, look, obviously, it's good for Ukraine to distract the Russians by attacking their uh, attack them inside of Russia, attacking them in um, in other uh, parts of the world. I, I think it's interesting that the Ukrainians sort of have the capability and the reach to get out to Syria and attack the Russians there. But if they can do that without without having a significant impact on their operations uh, at home, which obviously should be the number one priority, absolutely they should do that. It 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 the Russians are you know engaged in adventures all around the world, whether it's in Sudan with the Wagner Group or Syria, where they've been for a long time and gotten very aggressive in Syria uh, more recently. Um, you know, and then of course what's happening in Ukraine? If the Ukrainians can hit them, why, why would they not? I mean, it's 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 it makes a lot of sense to me. Now, if you're choosing between hitting them in Syria and hitting them inside of Russia. Hit them inside of Russia. Like that is, if you can demonstrate that you can hit them at home, that causes them a lot of pain and undermines uh, Putin's, you know, sort of strategy of demonstrating how strong he is. So I'm a big fan of this strategy. I think they should do it, and I, th I think the Biden, Biden administration should be embarrassed for telling them not to do it. Jones, what Jones, what do you think here? Because I, I I hear what Jamil is saying, and I get a little concerned that we're uh, the potential for escalation here into something much broader oh, than just God. Russia Ukraine is 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 a very real possibility. What do you think? Look, well, let's, uh, let's, you are a classic. You didn't go to law school, but you are a lawyer. You believe in the parade of horribles. Everything is the world's going to come. Asking, to, oh my God! If I'm God not, forbid, I even offered my thoughts. I'm asking a question. Oh, I'm you asking did offer a thought, though. You did. Yes. I will tell you my uh, thoughts. <laughs> so I mean, just for what for. For one thing, I mean, we don't know why Ukraine changed their minds about going to Syria. So there is speculation for a number of fronts. So we don't know that it was the Biden administration putting any pressure, right? Like the Washington mm. Post is speculating. So first off, um, but I do think it's interesting, the stretching of capabilities. I mean, you see Russia already withdrawing some of its troops and some of its presence in Syria, right? So like you're already a bit mm. weird vacuum there with Turkey and Iran going on. So if Russia's doing that, I, 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 a little, it's a little hard for me to 
to Jamil's point, picture Ukraine moving into that space. Like I, they seem to have their hands full already. Um, so I, I, I don't know how wise that is, uh, but one that's of, where I am right now. One of the interesting possibilities the story brings up, and I want you both to comment on this, is that Turkey was actually in favor of this effort because Ukraine would have been collaborating with the Syrian Democratic Forces which Turkey is against. But by attacking the Russians in Syria, it would make it more likely, perhaps in Turkey's mind, that the Russians would take a bolder and greater action against the SDF, thus helping Turkey achieve its end in Syria. Just, just a, just a <laughs> gentle reminder that the Middle East is always way more complicated but than we For the record, that, I think that the post, it had like one analyst at a think tank I hadn't heard of that, that came up with that theory. So we yeah. like think tanks. This is, this, this is, this is literally like the, you know, like if, if, uh, you know, if a butterfly flaps its wings <laughs> over here, I mean, like, you know, I mean, I, I guess, you know, quantum entanglement is real. If a particle changes over here, a world away, the particle can change. I like. That's crazy. I mean, but the Turks do all sorts of crazy things, right? I mean, they are the worst member of NATO, period, full stop. I mean, they're ridiculous. They're holding up Sweden right now from entering entering NATO. So I, it doesn't surprise me that Turkey might be thinking that. Um, but I do think it's probably, you know, eight steps too many to be really real. So right. I don't buy I just, it for a I minute. Just, I will offer my thoughts on what? this, on this so issue. So, yeah, what do you think? I, I yeah. actually think it would be good if you – and but it would be vastly better if we didn't know about it. But it would be good if Tur- if Ukraine actually was – taking shots at Russia in other places to make these decisions more difficult for Putin and to expose the fact that Russia is really, at the end of the day, not very good at any of this stuff. And the Ukrainians are prevailing against them in any number of fronts. I actually think it would be a good thing. And I hope the administration didn't actively dissuade them from doing this stuff. I hope they instead provided guidance on how to do it in a smart way. Go ahead. I bet they did. I bet they did dissuade them. Because the Biden administration is worried about nuclear war. They're worried, oh, my God, we're going right. to push Vladimir Putin right. over the let's edge. Talk, let's talk quickly about the second tier issue here, which is Less his favor. This, this leak, incredibly damaging to the things we're trying oh, to do boy. in the world. It's constraining our options. Wah, wah, it, is, wah. it is making it very difficult for the Biden administration <laughs> to achieve its goals than it otherwise would have been. I think heads should roll because of this leak, that we have got a national security apparatus that is woefully inadequate and not up to the job and needs to be modernized for the 21st century. Uh, and, and it amazes me that people are not calling for people to be fired over this thing. What do you think? You really, really want Avril Haines or or the Secretary of Defense to be fired. I'm not sure what it is you've got against these poor people. Um, I, I will admit they've done a they've done a they've, they've, they've done an eh job in office, right? But like getting fired over this leak that some 21 year old put a bunch of documents on Discord. I mean, how, come on, Les. How how else how else will our system change if people at the top are not fired for failure? Throw, throw him in jail for 50 years and throw away the key. Like with Chelsea Manning. Instead of giving Chelsea Manning seven years and time served like Barack Obama did, we should have kept her in jail for 35 years. That would have made a point. That's the failure. Not firing Jones, you know, the sec dad for the DNI. what say you? Are you for accountability or not? I... <laughs> Not at all a leading question that we've already debated, um, but Les wants to like one fault lines episode at a time, like get Haynes on the chopping block. Um, I'm right now still on Jamil's page, which is actually just yes. enforce, use the laws we have, enforce a bit like an, uh, legal enforcement and like keeping people in jail. Uh, but Les, if that doesn't happen, to your point, you got to change, you got to change things up. So maybe it is a little more heads on the chopping block. All right. So uh, what I'm hearing here is that I'm starting to win the argument. We're going to talk about this a third time, I am sure, as more of these <laughs> leaks come out. And by then, I think we'll be unanimous in uh, the heads need to roll answer. Okay. That's a wrap. Thanks to Brooke Aga Khan and Rachel Domino from NSI and Claude Jennings for their help producing today's episode. Join us again on Wednesday for another episode of Fault Lines. 
the podcast that get you, gets you smart fast on the national security debates shaking up America. And if you like what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. 